0: hey guys welcome back to the 40 yard line it is five o'clock thursday april 20th here in austin texas i for the first time have newfound energy very low sleep night, very tired. But Evan came through. He got me a coffee and some Gatorade. I did. I've just been resting, watching The Big Bang Theory, doing my final projects. Awful show. It's it's not great. No, it's better than Young Sheldon though. Yeah,
1: why do you, this guy has been watching Young Sheldon the past week, and that's how you know it. like I have to be concerned for him.
0: I've been in a weird place, but uh, we are good. You know, we are coming into our final week of the semester. So at this time next week, when we will be recording, Evan and I will have not really many. Um, Priorities and obligations, so we you know we'll be doing our own thing and we're putting out the forty still. Yeah. Uh, but for today, we're just going to do a quick little episode. As you can tell, our episodes are getting shorter. I know because people have actually been listening to them now. <laughs> shout out our shout out our new listeners and our old ones. You know, gotta love the OGs. Yeah. Of but uh, plan normal. on re-releasing all the old episodes as well, which we're very excited about. But we're just gonna go ahead and jump right into it. First off, uh, you know, we'll give formal introductions for all our new time listeners. I am. Junior, uh, junior standout wide receiver, five star, for University of Texas at Austin, Jacob Compost. If
1: they let wide receivers be five five, you'd fit right in.
0: Yeah, I, that that was a fair jab. Uh, that was fair. I'm a sophomore standout left bench and backup punter, Evan Veith. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, we can say all we want, but I still get more I guess still get the same amount of minutes as cold bot. So I don't want to here. Oh, he almost hit us with his car. He did, it was awesome. And then I saw him and uh, Jabari Rice at Abel's last night. That was really cool. Oh
1: yeah, I remember. They I were here
0: for like five minutes and they just left. Yeah, I would have left too sick. if you were there. Yeah. But um anyway, love you, sir Jabari. Let's go ahead and jump right into it, guys, with episode 29 of the 40 yard line. And for today, we're actually just gonna go ahead and talk a little bit about Texas football. And then some NBA playoffs, and then, you know, we got our fun segment. Uh, of course. But first off, let's talk Texas. Evan, uh, the first thing that I want to talk about, and then I'll let you have your points as well Then we talk about the spring game, Trill Carter. Yep. Minnesota defensive line, huge commitment, guys, was in the it's transport really portal. Huge um, the, the really huge <laughs> guy. Really huge guy. couple things to note about him that I think is really good. He is from the South originally. He said that he just wanted to go, come back home. He wanted to get out of the I cold. would not want to play in Minnesota. I believe he's originally from Georgia. Uh, I think I think sure. the state of Georgia. I'm not sure, I don't really remember. But high school state champion, he's back. Over 20 starts to his name. So that's experience that we have coming on. And Minnesota's run run defense last year was on par with Texas's and actually might have even been a little yeah, bit he's from Georgia Yep. he's from Georgia okay sick Texas's run defense same as Minnesota's in terms of like yardage allowed so we're getting a big beefy guy that's mm-hmm. gonna help that line and you know we've talked about it for me I had said it the defensive line was my biggest worry but not only are we getting this guy for one year he has two years left before he can actually declare yeah so we're good that's another guy that's just gonna help us get with experience and is gonna make that transition to the SEC even better. I, for one, am so enthusiastic about this guy. Uh, another guy that Texas is going after, but I don't think it's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. We can mention it though, is Georgia defensive line transfer Bear Alexander. It also
1: seems like USC is very
0: willing to <laughs> step does. in for him. Uh, one, one of the better but he's pass been... rushing defensive ends or defensive linemen in the country. Absolutely, he is. He's a top guy. I mean, he's what, a one time champion? Yeah.
1: But yeah, I think he's so.
0: he's from the Denton area though, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah. he's actually played with a lot of Texas guys, a lot of Texas boys. A lot of them have been recruiting, but there has been some reports that Steve Sarkeesian doesn't want him. Uh, so that's a little interesting. That oh, like, and
1: also the Carter pickup does kind of seem
0: it seems like the, the the line is getting fully bolstered and they're they're about done. Oh, that line's beefed up. Yeah, yeah. But for me, that's my biggest one. I'm like to see if we do anything else in the portal, but I don't really see anything else happening. I think we're done for the year. Yeah, but it would be hard to find. I mean, I still do wish we had a better backup
1: tight end but that's kind of a nitpicky thing one thing I will say about Carter is that (laughs) though he has his stats aren't what you expect from a Texas transfer only 40 tackles and 3 sacks in 2 years but this is a guy that's there to be a body and like you said 2 years of eligibility and already 4 years of experience really only 3 because he basically redshirted his first year Yeah, Um, that's just what you need on the defensive line you don't need them to put up stats and numbers you need them to be there causing problems and under this coaching staff under you know PK, who's been a pretty good developer recently. Absolutely. I think it's still someone that you should be excited about, even though it's not like Bear Alexander level of name and notoriety.
0: I mean that but I mean, to be honest, like we always get guys like that. Or we recently yes. have it yeah, in, yeah. in the Sark era, that's what we've been known for. And honestly, it just I think Sark's really just talking culture. Yeah. For me, that's the biggest thing about Texas football is culture. And uh it was evident on Saturday as DKR was actually really packed for that it spring game. It was crazy, game. at least for the first half. It was pretty hot, but it, it was disgustingly yeah. hot. That Kona ice snow cone, though. Yeah. Oh, that hit. Oh, I got so sunburned. Oh my <laughs> god, I was so red. Regardless, yeah, but uh, yeah, transitioning over to that Texas uh, spring game this past weekend, uh, Evan, what stood out to you? Malik Murphy stood out to me. Oh. That's the first name. I'm. I'm Ooh. going right
1: into the quarterback play. QB two. Uh, uh, I mean, I think he. He was. I think really the argument was either him or Arch, but he got more opportunities. 9 for 13, 165 yards, really good touchdown to John Cook. His arm looked accurate as well as, we didn't need to tell you guys that his arm was strong. That's always been known with him, but he was putting the ball in the right spots. Not every pass that was completed was a perfect throw, but some of the passes he didn't complete were really, really nice. I mean,
0: who was it that dropped a touchdown?
1: I um, forgot. Oh, I I'm forgetting. I was forgetting. It, it was um,
0: Moore. Yeah. Uh,
1: I, I believe it was uh, DeAndre Moore. Yeah, I mean, Moore, Moore dropped a 60-yard bomb. Yeah, yeah. It was in his hand. Yeah. I mean, DeAndre Moore's route running was great, but he just had some hands problems. Yeah. But like yeah. like we said, Jaunte, he had 87 yards in that game. But Malik Murphy on that second team was really who stood out to me.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's a great one. Another one that I want to talk about is actually going to be Jaden Blue and Savion. Back. Yes,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Made the running backs. Guys that aren't even going to be in – the guys that aren't even being talked about as a starting running backs mm-hmm. had some incredible runs. Yeah. Looked real good. Cedric Baxter had one or two cuts that looked efficient. Um, not a great running performance for Cedric Baxter, uh, but he's, you know, he punched it in for one of those plays. He's, at least. he's like freshly eighteen. Yeah, you know, he's getting used to everything. He still has five months until he needs to
1: step on a football field,
0: or four months, I guess, yeah. at this point. Now, and we've still got all summer to go to. Yeah, those so summer. He, camps he's got are plenty of time to
1: get used to it. And we didn't see Jonathan Brooks really. He got two carries. Keelan Robinson was out, so that those are two guys that are already going to be in the room. But Jaden Blue had that one fantastic run, made about like six cuts, made made some guys who are very poor tacklers miss. Yeah. But um. Really good run from him there. And I like what you said. Savion Red looks like an absolute weapon out of that backfield. Savion Red's gonna be crazy. He, he moves really well. His vision is what really got me. He knew where to go a lot, which was going to be my problem. A guy coming from wide receiver, you don't expect to make the right cuts right away. His vision's and, good. And know where to go in the, in the in the pocket, I guess would be the word I'm looking for. And he has serious threat out of the backfield receiving. He can make plays in the open field. I'm really happy with the, with the position change because, I mean, you saw it with Brennan Thompson, who apparently might be heading to OU. This was a wide receiver core that a guy like Red was not going to break through. But putting him at running back, he's put on some pounds. He looks ready to run, and if he's even just our fourth carry guy, fine by me. He looks
0: good for that. I mean, that's a guy that you want in on a fourth down. Yeah, if exactly. it's a fourth and one, and you're trying to get a goal line sweep or something like that, that's a guy you can bring make a in. play. That's a running back. Like if you want to run with two running backs, that's a guy to do. And Texas
1: loves doing that. We saw it all mm-hmm. last year, and I don't exactly. think they stop.
0: And especially the fact that he can catch too. Yeah. That's dangerous.
1: I mean, him and Keelan are going to be our best pass-catching running backs. And, mm-hmm. and then you still have Brooks, Cedric Baxter, who he's, He has hands. Yeah, he, he's has hands. got hands. But, you know, he's still got to work a little bit on his running game. And then Jaden oh, yeah. Blue, obviously, looking good. That's five dudes right there.
0: I mean, this running back room, obviously, you can't make up Bijan and Roshan, no. who are going to be, you know, as far as what the uh, NFL media is telling us— they're both going to be starting NFL running backs.
1: Some some form for Roshan, first day for Bijan.
0: Yeah, and it's coming. It's starting to come into fruition. People are starting to see the, what Roshan adds and mm-hmm. how talented he is as a blocker. And, I mean, you can't make up for that value, but God, that running back room looks good. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to replace the best running back in the country, the best thing you can do is get
1: five dudes who can all run the ball
0: and hope that two of them break out. You know, And that's around, probably likely to happen. Oh, absolutely. And it's... I mean, I don't think this offense is going to miss a beat. Quinn Ubers looks great. Mm. He's really slimmed down. He looks toned. Yep. Uh, unfortunately, he got rid of the beautiful mullet. <laughs> I miss <laughs> Not <it>. so unfortunately. <laughs> I miss it. But he looks he, – I mean, he looked accurate. Um, honestly, the reason he has didn't have as – I mean, his numbers were good. 16, oh, numbers 20, were good, yeah. 60 23, 195 yards, and a touchdown. But, I mean, our receivers dropped three or four of his balls as yeah.
1: well. Yeah, he, he had some – there was some trouble out there. I mean – it didn't feel like JT Sanders even was, like, playing that game. I don't know what was going on with I think him. Sanders had, like, one uh, catch. Yeah no, yeah, no, he didn't have a catch from what I see. Dang. And he had a really, really bad drop early. Uh, yep. Well, we have to talk about A.D. Mitchell, of course, because new guy on the block from Georgia, makes a one-handed, true one-handed catch in the spring game in his first game in a Texas uniform. Yep. Got to make you excited. Um, kind of a weird throw into the end zone. He was, like, wide open, but it wasn't put on the money. Rises up with his right hand, pulls it down. Highlight real play, mm-hmm. and that's all from our third receiver. Yep. Because there's also Whittington and Xavier Worthy out there who Jay just, Witt just, did, did of, his thing. Yeah, they were they were out there. They were playing. Xavier Worthy had one really nice long ball from yours, which yep. we never see. So that was very nice to
0: see. it was good to see that connection. And it's time for me to highlight our running back four, or who I think is going to be our running back four. The, the next great. Texas receiver to go into the NFL because it's going to be a worthy first. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about Jonte Cook yep. on that Malik Murphy long ball. Mm-hmm. Jonte had to slow down to catch it. He was running so fast. And he still burnt the defender.
1: I mean, yeah, he, he, he made a great route, got past his first guy in the zone, got it on the sideline, caught it. After stopping a stride and then accelerated past our safety.
0: Yeah, our safety was never within three steps. Of nope, that. it <laughs> was I, well, disgusting.
1: And we were from where we were sitting, it was on our side of the field. We were right there. I want to say like you know, fifteen rows up. Yeah, and so we're like, we see him. We're like, oh, he's gonna get tackled.
0: No, he just ran right past him. <laughs> it was his speed is crazy. Beautiful, his speed's legit. But the fact that we still have DeAndre Moore in this room and yep. Isaiah Naylor too, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean next year Quinn Ewers is going out, and who does he got? He's got Jatavian Sanders. I'm sorry, guys. I'm getting excited because we're going to talk about it in a <laughs> second. Um, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. <laughs> yeah. I'm drinking the burnt orange Kool-Aid. Um, well, defensive side of the ball needs to be talked about before we talk about that. Oh, yeah. There's oh, two guys sure. that I want
1: to talk about. Um, first, it's got to be talk about Anthony Hill. Thank you. Thank you for mentioning him Anthony, first. I wanted to talk Anthony about him. Anthony Hill looked like he wanted to kill Arch Manning. He's like, Arch, you're taking too much of my spotlight. I'm the best player in this class. They put him at the edge, which is not what he played in high school. They kind of just threw him out there, and he was terrorizing the right tackle on the second team. I couldn't tell you who our second team right tackle was, but he was getting to arch so much, and arch was being forced to roll out so much, which was crazy. We can talk about arch a little bit, but it's not much to say apart from... He was, he was forced to move a lot. Which
0: he's, is, fa- he's faster than I thought. He's faster
1: than everyone thinks. Yeah, he's uh, faster he's, than he's, I thought. He's got some low-key wheels, and he just had a lot of throws on the run. Made some bad throws, made some good throws. It was just kind of, you know, he's 17, or
0: just turned 18. I No, remember. he's 17. Yeah. I checked. So, like, you know, that, that, too bad. That dummy lost his student ID twice. Yeah, exactly. Of course he's 17. <laughs> no, before we talk about defense, the one thing I'm going to note, and then I'm going to transition to your defense talk. Yeah, cause... we're going all over the place. We are, but we're excited. Yeah. I mean, you were his next year. And if we go four out, four deep, he's got Jatavian Sanders. He's protected by Kelvin Banks, mm-hmm. all right? Jatavian Sanders. He's got Xavier Worthy, Jordan Winnington, Isaiah Nair, and A.D. Mitchell out there. Yeah. I mean... Keelan Robinson out of the backfield. Keelan so Robinson. right out of the backfield. Jaden Blue. I mean, this is... This offense... There's a lot of dudes. I think this is an offense that averages 38 a game. I mean, 38 to 42.
1: It, it's... It, it's so it could get there. I agree with that. It's gonna be the running game that, that dictates that, how we can possess the ball, but I don't think that's too crazy to say.
0: I don't think so either. Uh, another linebacker that I want to highlight, because you know, we're giving love to Anthony Hill and we're giving love mm. to Jalen Ford, who are gonna be our obviously our day one running backs. Um Linebackers, sorry. Sorry, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Linebackers. Liano Leifu? Lafow Lef- or Lefu something like that, yeah. The brother of the Texas volleyball player, now national champion, mm-hmm. the brother from Hawaii. Five total tackles and one pass breakup in the end zone to stop a touchdown.
1: And he's a freshman, if I'm correct. And he's right? a freshman, yeah.
0: early enrollee. The dude's talented. He looks comfortable out there. Yeah, he's
1: he's fast too. He mm-hmm. he he gets down. He gets side to side very well. Which it's you need someone to fill that overshone role.
0: And it looks like David is finally starting to come in his own too. Yeah, he well. he
1: played a lot, which I didn't think we'd see. Mm-hmm. And he, he had, we have our stats pulled up on the same site. Eight tackles for him and a sack, which. If you would ask me who would put up that satellite, I would name David Benda. But um, no. the, the second guy I really wanted to highlight was Ryan Watts because I was talking. Ugh, love dude, him. We were talking on the in the stands. He looks so built. Like not to sound weird about it. No, he's filled but out. This guy yeah. is, is his arms are massive. Now he looks like a, he looks like Cam Chancellor out there, but he's playing lockdown cornerback, which is I mean, if, if you can't beat that guy off the press, then no shot you're getting past him. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's what he's been working on with his strength training.
0: I mean, the only thing that we really need is I need to see more out of Andre Sweat. Yeah. Sweat's a guy that's been around for a long time now. Sweat's been around, dude. I got to see a little bit more out of the defensive line. Well, so. him and, and Baron Sorrell as well, which
1: I, I think they were kind of just taking it easy on him. I, he didn't play that much in the game, but he really needs to be a top three to five edge rusher in the Big 12 because I agree. there's not really anyone alongside him that's looking to step up. I mean, you, we have Jamon Tapp and Ethan Burke. But those are young dudes, yeah. and it's got to be Sorrell to show out in his, his second year, his first true
0: breakout year. I agree, but, I mean, if you can – I mean, Texas, like, people are going to be scared of throwing against them next year. Yeah. Because, I mean, you're throwing against some really standout cornerbacks and some really standout safeties. I Catalan mean, and
1: Barron are Malik great.
0: Muhammad rolled out with the starters.
1: Yeah, I saw that. Yeah,
0: yeah, a true freshman who's had 15 practices rolled out with the starters. And what did he do? Oh, he's a defensive back. I don't know why I said corner. Well, I say. mean, he's, he, it's he, plays, he plays more
1: slot than anything, so it's about
0: right. Rolled out with three total tackles on the first team. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm excited. Um, ESPN's excited. Yeah, I was waiting for you to bring it <laughs> up. ESPN has released their first AP top 25 of the season. They're way too early, as they always do. And Texas is number five in the ESPN rankings. Um, number five. It's ridiculous. It should not be a thing. Texas is just, I mean, if you ask me right now, obviously, you know, I'm biased. You know, I love the Longhorns, but Texas is a top 14 program, maybe even top 12. I wouldn't say they're a top five team by any stretch of the means.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's crazy to say they're a top 14 to 15 to 12 team, whatever, whatever random number you want to pick. Because um, they have the ceiling. I think five is crazy, in my opinion. I don't think. I don't think there's only four teams better than. them. I mean, they were putting it gets above Michigan. Cause yep. We can't be doing that. Okay. Um, All right. Evan. All right. <laughs> I'm Evan. Obviously, I'd rather Texas win a natty than Michigan. But if, if I'm a betting man, I'm putting it on Michigan, who had the success last year. But it's you know, if if, if late in the season, this team is really really good, they've only lost one game. Maybe two I can see it. Yeah, to yeah. Alabama. That I could see it, but I don't think we can say that before Alabama or OU
0: oh, at all. I agree. I mean, the thing is if this team actually hits what their ceiling is, and if Quinn Ewers plays like the, you know, statistically speaking, the number one recruit since Vince Young, if he plays like he's supposed to, and that offense does, and that offensive line gets better at run blocking. Yeah, that's big. Yep, and the defensive line gets in the trenches. You're looking at a New Year's Six team. Yeah, if they play to their full potential. Yeah, that's I'm a new Year's at. six team. Um, ten and two is still where I'm at though.
1: Yeah, I think that's. I think we're both at the same spot. We're right both now. at
0: ten and two. Anything less than nine wins is unacceptable.
1: Yeah, probably. I think I could agree with that. Yeah. Anything if we, if we stagnate, I'm I'm be pretty unhappy.
0: I'm, I'm happy. gonna be livid. But <laughs> anything less than nine wins is unacceptable. But a lot to be excited about for Texas. Y'all get ready. Yep. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a good one. It's uh, 133 days away. <laughs> This guy's got it on the clock. It's in my calendar. <laughs> it's in my it's in my G-Cal. I'm ready. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. The horns are home. Horns Our are home. basketball team's going to be garbage next year. Yeah, Our I volleyball know. team's going to be garbage Arch- next Arch- year. Arch- <laughs>
1: Our Jerry might be a Jayhawk, which would make me want to die. I'd but, cry. Yeah. I'd
0: actually cry. We did host Oral Robert standout, though, the one that you mentioned Max last Atmos? week on the podcast. Yeah, he,
1: uh, mm-hmm. he came for the baseball game last night where uh, Texas won 20-0 to versus Abilene Christian.
0: Um, too bad Shaka Smart couldn't beat Abilene Christian. but Real. Evan, just I'd never pay attention, go ahead and give me some baseball rundown. How are we doing right now? Uh, they're doing good. They uh, should have swept Baylor at
1: Baylor. Yeah, on Saturday, they blew night, a on Saturday night, they, they blew a 4 run lead in the, uh, in the ninth inning. But uh, they've been winning a lot recently. They're number one in the Big 12. They're number 14 in the nation. And they're right now set to host a regional, an Austin regional, which, if it happened right now, would have Texas A&M, and Texas, State, State State right? Yep. It. Yep. And so, um, I believe the last team was Oral Roberts as well. That's would be cool. would be the uh, four, which would be awesome. Would love to have that at the dish. Right now, what I really like is that it feels like for the first time all season, Texas baseball has a nine starters, nine stars on their team because they've always known their outfields. they've always known their catcher and middle infield, but third base, first base, DH has been a real big problem for this team. Uh-huh. Peyton Powell very early stepped into the third base role. Looks like a Gold Glover out there. But at first base and DH, it's been a big rotation of a lot of freshmen, a lot of new faces. But right now, freshman Ryland Galvan, who is really a catcher, Hitman Gilmetti will switch out. He's been taking up that kind of fifth, sixth spot in the order, and it's either a home run, a walk, or a strikeout for this guy. Um, he's a very three true outcome kind of guy. Bryce Question um, mark? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but a lot worse. Um, okay, gotcha. But he's hitting very well, and then uh, Jared Thomas, who. Started at the start of the season, had a very rough start of the season, has really come into his own at first base, and is hitting really efficiently. And not really a big power guy at first base, not your Ivan, but finally we have this guy who is willing to play there, and I think Coach Pierce is going to ride with this team for a long time. The only time that I would see it being different is, you know, Mitch Daly didn't play against uh, Abilene Christian yesterday. Jalen Flores started it short. I don't think he's going to be taken out for Flores, but I think Coach Pierce sees that we have nine rotation people, or nine people positions, uh, we can start experimenting a little bit more with some of the other freshmen, and see if Duplantier, or Flores, or Belio is really going to show in that role.
0: God, I, I, lo- I love it when this guy talks. Sorry, baseball. sorry, no. I cover this team for a living. No, I was going to say this is why he is one of our top writers for the Texans. <laughs> he is so good at what he does. I can listen, I can listen to him for ten minutes and know more about that than I can by any of the Texas media baseballs oh, because you. they do a. You know, I'm... Okay, we like the guys of the press box. Okay. Shout I'm, out
1: Aaron and Zach and Danny. No, all those guys. I'm
0: just saying Longhorn's Wire, Horns 247, they do horrible baseball coverage.
1: Yeah, okay, yeah. They don't work for them, yeah. so we can say that. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm allowed to say that. Longcorn Wire, Horns 247... They usually are pretty good at everything, but they can't do baseball. Yeah, I'll give you that. And also, <laughs> while I'm on the subject, because I'm going to go off here, Texas Athletics has the worst baseball user-friendly page ever. Oh, you have not seen Baylor's page. Oh, my God. Is it that bad? Oh, I
1: over the weekend, I had to look at it. It's so atrocious. It's, it's just the worst. That's wild. Uh, yeah, don't go to Baylor's just roster or stats page or their like live stats page on their baseball thing. It will give you an aneurysm. It's so awful. But if
0: you want to get married straight out of college, go to Baylor. <laughs> Let's, gotta, let's go to the NBA. That's all i got to say on that. Let's go to the NBA. <laughs> let's talk NBA. I believe I'm winning right now. I do think you are. Yeah. I think I'm winning right now in terms of our playoff predictions. Uh, pretty excited to know about that. Uh, there, there's a Jonah Hill. It's Brian mm, um, Yeah, Sure. <laughs> let's talk about some of our big ones. I'm not even going to mention it because it's just so insignificant. The Celtics are going to sweep the, the Hawks. And let's just
1: go through this. Celtics are going to sweep the Hawks. Yep. Philadelphia
0: and Brooklyn are playing tonight. Philadelphia's going to win that series. However... Brooklyn has hung in for the for through the first two games. They always hang until there's six minutes left in the third. Yeah, they just can't and then score they just completely implode. It. They
1: just don't have anyone to score late. Which I love Mikael Bridges, but he can't be the only guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but apart from that, most of these series are very competitive. I guess Denver, Minnesota. Denver looks, apart from that little choke at the end last night, pretty much like the okay, better team.
0: Okay, what was oh yeah, so we are recording on Thursday. So that game yeah. was Wednesday. Uh, this episode will be out Friday morning. But that's um, right. Yeah, two nights ago. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it was last night. I'm saying for the viewers. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> two nights ago. Yeah. Denver up twenty at half and goes on to actually be losing at one point at the very end of the third quarter. Somehow. It was weird. It was... I, I don't know. Pull, pulled it out. No, I mean, Anthony Edwards dropped 40 on them, but uh, Jamal
1: Murray also did, so both of them were just going back and forth.
0: And, I mean, I think the thing is... I mean, you know, you've always criticized me, but once again, so... I'm truthfully not embracing Denver as a true one seed. And yeah, you, you mean, can criticize me all you want for that, but...
1: The really concerning thing is that... Apart from Christian Braun playing seven minutes last night, they had only seven people in their rotation play in the first round. That's going to catch up to them if they're only using seven players for the next two to three
0: rounds. That's not what you want to be doing. Yeah, I agree completely. Well, Um, you want to start East Coast or you want to start – we can start West Coast if you want. Let's start West Coast. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then um, if you're cool with it, I want to wait to talk about our favorite series last. Yeah, okay. Oh, then let's just do East Coast first. Okay, Okay, we'll East Coast. So Um, starting starting Milwaukee, Miami. Giannis Antetokounmpo, game one. Uh, takes a hard fall. He's out game two. The Heat go on to blow him out in game one. And then last night, Tyler Hero broke his hand as well. Mm, he will out. be out for the series. Last night, Bucks blew him out 138-22. to Got it done with Drew Holiday, Bobby Porter, Chris Middleton. Good performance from the team overall. Everybody, well, You're leaving
1: out a name here. Brooke, Brooke Lopez? Lopez? Yeah,
0: <laughs> 25 last night, right? Twenty five, 25?
1: Only one three shot? I mean, that's the thing. Brooke Lopez has still got it because when Giannis is out, he takes over that role I in agree. a way. And he took 17 shots for them. 12 of them were made, and he he literally just hit
0: 12 twos in a free throw. That was his night. What a guy. I God, love Brooke Lopez. He's, a, he's awesome. What a great guy. Uh, I mean, you know, hero or not, this series was going to be five games, four games. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not really... I mean, props to the Heat for taking that first game, but you're looking at
1: the starting lineup, and there's no way you think Bam Adebayo and Jimmy Butler could carry... The next best players of Duncan Robinson, Gabe, Vincent, Naxchus, and Victor Oladipo. That's tough. That's not be winning a series even against a no Giannis Bucks Because yeah. the no Giannis Bucks would probably beat, like, two or three of these playoff teams anyway.
0: Oh, easily. But uh, the Giannis Bucks though, should be back in full strength, though, on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, Giannis was upgraded to questionable yesterday, so it appears that he'll be back yep. for game three. Or at
1: least at worst game four, it seems.
0: At worst game four, even limited minutes. But, I mean, all he needs is 18 minutes to do. A lot. <laughs> a lot of damage. <laughs> destruction. Yeah, but... The Heat, I mean, they caught a break game one. Uh, I'm calling it a break because Giannis did go out. It's Giannis. You know, you can criticize me, but that series, it's done in five. Yeah, sorry, Raul. Um, Stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Cleveland, New York, really fun series that's emerging. This is an awesome series.
1: One-one right now. New York took the first game. Cleveland took the second. Uh, Cleveland's wing players are so awful. I just want to note on that because I love how New York has these like four, like, Hart, Quickly, Barrett, Grimes, all pretty good. You know, RJ Barrett's pretty awful nowadays. But and then Cleveland's right out with Isaac Okoro, who started last night and then just played three minutes and was out. Uh, I believe he did get injured in a little bit. But, um, sorry, excuse me, two nights ago. No, you're good. Um, so it's just been Chetty Osmond and Danny Green. Uh, they hey, fly for Danny
0: points. had a prime Danny Dude. Green game. I was so happy for him. I mean, he was, he was just getting at, he was getting some uh, getting some cardio out there. It makes me it makes me so happy to see Danny Green actually hit a three pointer. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's what that's why they brought him in. You know, people forget at one point this guy was one rebound away from being a Finals MVP. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Actually, that's a good yeah. point. <laughs> yeah. in, t- in
0: 2013, <laughs> he was probably going to win the Finals MVP if not for Chris Bush. <laughs> Asshole. Oh, I can't stand Chris Vaughn.
1: Michigan legend, Karis LeBert, dropped 24. Let's go. Darius Garland, <laughs> over 30. He's a great player. Darius um, Garland, man. But this Knicks duo, Randall and Brunson, has been looking pretty good, and I really, I don't really know what I'm saying who's winning this series. What is Garland, the third
0: year? Uh, I want to say year? third or fourth, something like that. I want to say third. I mean, it, it's true. I mean, even in this series, it honestly hasn't been a Donovan Mitchell domination as we're used to. It hasn't been – you know, I'm used to Donovan Mitchell dropping 30, 35 points a game. Yeah. It hasn't been the case this year, and that's – Not necessarily a bad thing.
1: It is really nice. He's playing. This season has mostly been Garland point guard. Donovan is that kind of main shooter and carrier. But recently, I mean, Don Mitchell had 13 assists last last night, 17 points. He wasn't shooting that much. I mean, he took the, what, third, tied for third most shots on their team. Tied for third. But they did it efficiently. They played good defense, and they won. That's all you need from him.
0: That's all you need. But honestly, if the Knicks don't figure out how to guard their interior in the paint, Evan Mobley's going to keep having a field day. I
1: love Evan Mobley. Evan
0: Mobley cannot shoot anything outside of five feet. (laughs) <laughs> but wow, that dude is just having a field. I mean, neither 13, can, can Jarrett Allen, if we're being quite honest. 13 13 from him last night. Uh, yeah.
1: Jarrett Allen also added another nine points to that and 10 rebounds. So. I mean, Cleveland's
0: rolling out with two big men and a really bad wing, and they They dominated the Knicks. Well, it's especially
1: when, when Obi Toppin and Isaiah Hardenstein are coming in. Like, yeah. Like, come on. I'm so sorry to the Obi Toppin and Isaiah Hardenstein fans. I saw the vision with Isaiah Hardenstein at one point this year, I don't see it anymore. Those two, for the next few series contenders next year, cannot be getting
0: important minutes. <laughs> and I mean, Tibbs is a good coach; so he'll figure it out. Oh, he's been a great coach for them this he's, year. He's going to figure out how to steal another game or two. Mm. But I mean, obviously, I'm still going to go. I'm still going Cleveland in seven.
1: Oh, I think I had the Knicks in six. I, I might as well stick with, it. Stick I, with I, it. I think I'll stick with it.
0: I think I mean this is gonna be this is a series that's not going this is a series that's going six or seven. Yeah, I, no I can matter see matter that.
1: What. And then last two last two Easter conference games, Philly and, and Boston, they're they're destroying Atlanta and Brooklyn. Haha. Uh-huh. <laughs> love seems I'm seeing, so sorry.
0: Love seeing DeJounte Murray not have play all success. Oh.
1: It, well, it's, it's not his fault. I mean, okay, I used to be a Trey Young defender up until this year, but this guy on offense, when he doesn't have
0: the ball, is just standing there. Oh, he's terrible. And I'm like, Trey, you got to help. Like, oh. do something. Well, we're talking about that. The Athletic did an NBA anonymous survey. I love that survey. And, um,. First off, they
1: got like a hundred people to respond, right? Mm-hmm. hundred
0: NBA players. First off, the one coach everybody wants to play for, Greg Popovich. Well, Guys, yeah. we got the most cap space in the NBA next season. Come on, baby. Let's get it going.
1: Let's please. Yeah, they want to play we- for Pop. They don't want to play with anything else that has to do with
0: San Antonio. Hey, Jeremy Sokan, bro. Yeah, sure. Jeremy Sokan. And the San Antonio women are beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, Charles Barkley. Yeah. Charles Barkley. Two one oh till I die. <laughs> anyway, regardless. <laughs> Notice how so we're talking about the playoffs and he still brings up the Spurs. <laughs> You know I have to. You, yeah. have you know to. I have to, dude. I have to. I'm you committed to I my craft. <laughs> um, but let's talk about it as well. Getting a little bit off topic, the athletic nominous survey. And Trey Young came back as the most overrated player in the NBA. People hate
1: him. I don't believe it. And, it but, just,
0: and it's not even fans. It's his peers. It's, it's
1: his peers saying that, so... Uh, I saw something where it was like, like who who do you hate the most, in the M- or who it was either the overay run or who do you dislike the most, and one person just wrote the Grizzlies. <laughs> they didn't play the player, They said the Grizzlies. That's so rude, but that's awesome. Kind of fair. I mean, we can go over to the Grizzlies if you want right now because oh, this, are
0: we done in the? Yeah, we're done. I in the mean, East, right?
1: who cares about the other
0: teams? What's uh, the other
1: team again? Boston, Atlanta, and then Philadelphia, Brooklyn. I don't care at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Joel Embiid looks like an MVP. Yeah, I mean it's he's one of the three that can get it. I mean if you're playing, but also if you're playing a team that has an IMA taller than six eight, <laughs> you're, good you're gonna have. It. I like Nick Claxton. He's <laughs> yeah. cool. Nick Claxton's Claxton. not. No. Nah. no, he's not. Joella Embiid. <laughs> you, do you remember that time we played? I played as the. Uh, as a Sixers and you were the Nets and I still lost and that was back when my like, Kevin Durant was. On the I Nets. want you I guys to know
1: that I've never lost to him in two K. No, I think we played about twenty to twenty five times and, oh, I never, where? and I've never lost. I just want everyone to know that.
0: I because. don't want to talk about it. I went three and zero on Monday, so I'm awesome. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's sad. Against for who Juan and Kamal. Yeah, that's so. that was bad. I beat Kamal, so yeah. uh, sorry Kamal. Kamal uh,
0: slander. Kamal slander. <laughs> uh transition to the West. Let's yeah. I mean, if you're ready, I'm ready. Let's yeah. I'll just take the lead, in Memphis Lakers. So we tied one one. Series time
1: 1-1. Lakers took that first game pretty handily. Rui Hashimura legacy game. That made me pissed off. Austin Reeves um, legacy game. Austin Reeves <laughs> as well. That guy is crazy. Uh, He's crazy. I, I, I think the, the big takeaway right now is that John Morant is not playing for the Grizzlies. And they played Wednesday night. And they took the W over the Lakers with no John Morant.
0: Shout out Tyus Jones. Tyus
1: Jones. You're a big fan of his. Not a, He wasn't on his way to a triple-double, but he had 10, 8, and 6, which is a pretty great stat line for your point guard. Top, so, five,
0: top five backup point guard in the league. Yeah, I'd with that. In the uh,
1: I want to say Anthony Davis was a little bit on fraud watch last night. Um, he, he played Chill out, awfully. chill out, chill out. He's not a fraud. But Xavier Tillman was popping off for the Grizzlies, somehow led them in scoring, took 13 shots. And remember, this Grizzlies team is playing without two of their starters. Steven Adams isn't playing. Yep, And is Tillman that- is stepping in and defending Davis. And obviously, it's not just him. It's, you know, the defensive player of the year, Jaron Jackson. But that, they're looking really good in the front court despite having their starting center out, which I, I'm – that's good to see for the rest of the series. Yeah.
0: I mean, I think – my biggest takeaway is D'Lo is not having a good playoffs. No,
1: not so far. D'Angelo
0: Russell has really struggled since the play-in game, mm-hmm. and he needs he needs to get his act together. I agree. Two, two of eleven performance last night, good for five points. Um, I mean, it's not good out there, man. He's
1: shooting nine for twenty-eight in the two games, which is pretty just pretty sad. I hate to yeah. say it. Yeah. That's uh that's like th- around thirty percent. I want to say. I like mean thirty. The pro- yeah.
0: The problem is that it's you know with the exception of Rui. And I guess Schroeder and Boyd Beasley, like, there's just no one, like, that's why Bron's not coming out at all. I mean, the Lakers really only have eight guys. It's like an eight-guy rotation Yeah, and well, if yeah. Russell's
1: going to play that bad, and if Schroeder, who was just kind of jogging around last night, uh, yeah. if you look at the stat line, uh, that, that's definitely an area of concern if, if their ball handlers that aren't Reeves are, are playing like that. But I don't think it's going to be too big of a deal. I still think it's a
0: series that can go the distance. I mean, how are you feeling overall with... What did you have? Oh, God, I can't remember. I think you had Memphis in six. I think I did say that. I, I mean, I still feel like... Like, LA can pull it off, but you had to have yesterday. You blew it. I agree with that. You, you, sh- you had to have those games and go back home. Go back to the forum or, sorry, Staples wherever it's called now. I Crypto forget. Arena. Yeah, you have to go back to Los Angeles up 2-0. It's John Morant. Like, I understand that they are a very talented team, and that's why they're the number two seed in the West, but you got to steal both. Yep, you have to use that momentum, and the Lakers kind of blew an opportunity there. Yep. So, I've still got Lakers in seven, but I'm actually a little less confident about it.
1: Uh, I also want to point out one player on the Grizzlies who just randomly had an insane defensive night: John Conchar. He blocked Anthony Davis twice on two different dunk attempts, which is so random because who cares about John Conchar? but I just want to give him a little shout-out. He's that good in 2K. Cool.
0: Yeah, he is. Really slow, but he's like he moves like <laughs> he Kyle Anderson. He can shoot, Anderson. so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, 2K Hey, that,
1: speaking of shooters, Nuke Kennard. Love that guy. Gotta I love Luke, Luke Kennard. Let's go to the next one. <laughs> yeah.
0: You know what's <laughs> bad when I'm talking about the bench players. <laughs> uh, this g- series will also be done tonight. I was recording on a Wednesday as Kawhi Leonard is out for Game 3 in the Phoenix LA Series. I mean, Kawhi and Westbrook are doing everything they can out there. They just have no help. (laughs) Kawhi and Westbrook.
1: Westbrook's actually playing very well. Westbrook's having a great series, but
0: I mean, God, LA has nobody except for Kawhi and
1: Westbrook. I mean, I don't know if you've heard this song. I keep seeing it on my TikTok, but it's. Ice Spice? No, there's this guy who. This lyric out of nowhere in one of his songs just goes, Fourth quarter, why batumen. And that really makes a lot of sense, because why is Nicholas Batum a contracted NBA player? Yeah, he's garbage. He sucks. He's he's terrible. I'm and so he's, sorry. If he gets starter minutes. But yeah, I mean, with Kawhi out, it's going to be Russ, Eric Gordon, Batum, Zubats, and then I guess Norman Powell goes back in the starting lineup, but God, Paul George is still battling injury, so...
0: That's disgusting.
1: Like, you know, Trey Mann, Bones, Highland, Mason Plumlee, Plumlee are your only depth pieces. Maybe Rocco gets back in for a little bit, but I mean... Yeah, this, the Clippers look debilitated. The Suns' offense in the second half, 64 points. Devin Booker's performance came too? Good Lord. God. And that's what's amazing is that you have Devin Booker doing that, and then you still have Kevin Durant putting up a quiet 25, well, that's a slight a, 25.
0: You know, and the uh, TNT guys really did a good job of explaining it, that in the fourth quarter and half-third, the all they're doing is just starting to double-team Durant, and he's just smart enough to know to get it to Booker running around and pick. And he's an underrated passer too. Underrated passer. I mean, he dished it out to Book, and, just, I mean, Wet like water though, like see the wet shots that water. see the shots that he took. Wet, wet he like his book. No, truer words have never been spoken, Drake. Yeah, is that Drake, Drake, Drake or Travis that, Scott? that
1: was Drake. Yeah, that
0: was Drake. Yeah, truer words have never been spoken. I mean, yeah, Phoenix. They're coming out of the West.
1: I mean, the obvious the obvious problem with Phoenix is their their bench their, their depth. But if you're gonna have your starters combined for what 110 points, that is. You're, you're gonna be good no
0: matter what I mean I agree but also like, even with DeAndre Aiden even when he got into foul trouble they didn't lose a beat no they didn't and they're able
1: Bismack Biambo
0: I mean they can put CP3 <laughs> and Booker on the bench for five minutes and then rotate Durant out yeah like they just they have enough offensive weapons where they're not gonna be affected yeah and, and it's really good when Paul and Aiden are your third fourth guys if mm-hmm. one of them's having a bad night it's okay yeah and and neither of them have so far they both have been very very good I completely agree when do you think this series ends I think it's done in five now.
1: Yeah, if yeah, if if Kawhi's out, out then yeah, I agree with that.
0: I think Kawhi misses the next game too, and then he comes back for game five. But then at that point, it's like,
1: is there a chance if you're that debilitated as a team? I don't think probably so. probably not. Even because you already weren't favored anyway. So and who are they supposed to get in the next round? Uh, Denver, right? They would be playing Denver. Yeah, that'll be a spicy. Ooh. I mean, the West
0: Coast in general will just have some. Jokic some cool just gonna have a field day with Aiden is going to feel day with Aiden. Let's go. Um, he said something nice about the Nuggets. Oh, I take it back. <laughs> I send my comment. And now to transition into what is one of the best playoff series I've watched in a long, long
1: time. Well, let's give a little preface. to. It was Monday when we watched this game, right? Correct. Monday night, one of the best nights for JC, me, and my roommate Juan. Uh, give a little shout-out to Juan on the podcast. Big Juan, guys. We uh, – we just kind of were over here uh, eating and watching the Kings game and then the Dallas Stars overtime. So what, like, thriller. one in the morning? We were here because <laughs> we watched this Kings game. It was a great game, super entertaining. Yep. And then the Stars game went into double overtime. So we were watching Sports at JC's apartment for, like, you guys were there longer than I was. But I was there for, like, five, six hours just watching some
0: games. It was so fun. And honestly, like, playing 2K, that's all we've been doing, guys, like, since March. Like, yeah. since we came back for spring break... Uh, we've, <laughs> I've had a lot of free time. All we've been doing is watching sports, and it's yeah. sick. I forgot how much I like being able to just sit down and watch sports. Mm-hmm. It's it's so fun. Sports are sick.
1: Sports are sick.
0: I was like, wow, I do sports podcasts. I should watch these. I should probably... Guys, I was live betting on hockey last night. That's how into it I was getting. I was watching a rugby yeah, the match the this morning. It's been great. I was watching rugby. This morning. <laughs> yeah, I did. Big New Zealand guy. Indonesian basketball. It's the future of gambling, future. baby.
1: No, don't, I'm not going to say gambling. I can't <laughs> say that. Uh, well, I mean, give me your thoughts on this series. What are, what are we thinking with
0: it? Mike Brown. Coach of the Year unanimous. Coach of the Year unanimous. Um, I'm so sorry to the entire city of Sacramento <laughs> that I ever thought that you guys would just get exposed in the playoffs. You guys have proven me wrong. You've won 50 games. De'Aaron Fox so good. is the greatest I point guard of Fox all time, so much. Sabonis is the greatest power forward of all time,
1: he's so, Harrison so Barnes, fun to watch.
0: you get paid way too much but you're awesome, nah Harrison Barnes is cool, no, he's cool in my book, but he gets paid too much,
1: His they goal. also can't shoot three pointers for some reason, they won while shooting 24% from three, they look like Texas basketball,
0: yeah well also I mean the only guy who's actually not doing well right now is Keegan Murray,
1: Oh well, I, I can see that as a rookie going against like Wiggins and Draymond, which we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, he was always going to be kind of scripted out, and I don't think it, it was going to be his series that he's going to play big in, and that's because they have a lot of bench players that Mitchell Monk and Lyles get a oh, lot of minutes. Oh, 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 oh.
0: Trey, Trey Lyle. Lyles, is always
1: about the former, the zero point one duration. He came in, we saw both of his shots. Absolute bricks from the three. Came right back out.
0: Shut up. He's awesome.
1: No, he's pretty bad.
0: Hey, um, Davion Mitchell, though. I was going to say that, Dude, too. Dude,
1: right here. So we have a podcast. Yeah. Davion Mitchell. He was Mitchell. clamping up Curry. The like, whole game. Like, Curry was... We, we were talking about this because we started we, we really started locking after halftime. And we had, one of us said, like, has Curry shot a three yet?
0: Juan said that. Juan said, said that. Yeah. And we're like,
1: no. Mitchell had been clamping him up. He had not been able to get many threes off.
0: And then you can see he was three for 13 from three, Curry was. I didn't mean he didn't have a good game one, either. Yeah, and they are completely shutting him down. And honestly, Clay Thompson, I mean, twenty-eight points is still twenty-eight points. But yeah, it's you go to like it. if you can hold Steph Curry to three of thirteen, yeah, you're taking that every night. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. The fact that Clay Thompson is actually doing a pretty good playoff performance, though. So,
1: yeah, I've mean. liked what Clay's done. He's been he's been a clutch shooter. Clay's good. How did Wiggins do game two? Wig- well, Wiggins had a lot of points. He was scoring twenty-two points and finally back in the starting rotation, but it just didn't feel like it. Felt like there wasn't. A, like someone else with those three that was helping.
0: And the Kings with their speed and their defense have just effectively eliminated Jordan Poole from this. I as was about well. to say we're,
1: we're fraud watching today. They oh Jordan Poole's a big fraud. fraud
0: watching tonight. The Kings, I mean, you know, I don't like know too much about NBA defense and setup, but what the Kings always do is I mean, they are one of the fastest teams in the NBA. Yes. yes yeah. And that's like besides the Aaron Fox, that's like including the NBA. They are such aggressive defenders. Yes, they are. And they are always going for the rebound. But what they do is they never give you any space. Like these guys will double team, but then as soon as the pass goes, they're switching. Yes, they're yeah. moving. That team is constantly moving. Those guards and the point guard, unless like except for like the true five, everyone is positionless basketball. Yeah, it's just aggressive. And Jordan Poole's a guy that needs a little bit of space and time to create a dribble. And create a shot. He can't create his own shot right now. Yeah, and he can't get shots off the dribble. They
1: love pressing up high on them, and, and that's that's been really tough on Poole. He does not mm. know to, He doesn't know how to respond when he doesn't get a little bit of space to work. And he's doing terrible. He's been really bad.
0: It's incredible seeing them just take him out of the playoffs. Yeah,
1: it's and awesome. and we both because we talked about this separately, and we both like came to like how did this happen? But we've been watching similar videos, and this is really like the NBA style that you're going to see a little more in the in the upcoming years where. A lot of these teams are just going to be running a lot. Like they're just going to be conditioned well and just running around and around and around. And that's what the, both these teams do. Try to find a shot by letting your point guard work around and forcing them to pass it to the center and let him pass because both Sabonis and Green can do that. The big thing now coming up is that Draymond's going to be out for the next game. He's suspended. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, that's uh, that's big. You know, I uh, I'm, I'm going to say a little bit of a hot take here. I don't agree with the suspension. I, he didn't I stomp on I agree like with the ejection. Well, I think the ejection, I don't agree with this. What selection. definitely
1: didn't help him was the talking to the fans. I mean, he was, he was just yapping at the fans right after. I
0: think the fact that he was so passionate is the reason he got suspended. And I think it's because there's always that common trend in the NBA playoffs with Draymond acting out. I think the NBA wanted to make a statement. Probably. Yeah. They, and, they, they, they wanted
1: to stop right there. But I mean, that's going to be a huge loss for the, for the Warriors. He's, I mean, he's been passing and, and rebounding and playing defense for them, even though he doesn't score, obviously. I
0: mean, we're watching Warriors on upset tonight. Yeah, um, this is a this is the biggest game of Steph Curry's career.
1: Okay, let's not say it. Okay, well, like what? for this
0: season, for this season, yeah. For this season. Hang
1: on, of his career. <laughs>
0: okay, hang on. Let me let me for the first time in the forty, I rescind my statement. All right. Did you have to rescind one last time too? Yeah, I've actually had to rescind quite a few. Yeah. Really. Uh, okay, not the biggest game of Steph Curry's career. Oops, overreach. But this is a momentous game, and mm-hmm. this is a Steph Curry legacy game. Like. If Curry doesn't do this, obviously nothing will ever tarnish his legacy. Nothing will ever tarnish what an incredible player he is. But people are going to have an excuse now to criticize him. <laughs> yeah, actually. It if he like someone to LeBron. If he can't win in Golden State in, you know, a top three arena to play in, in the NBA. And the Warriors have only lost at the, uh, what's it called? The Golden? Oracle. The Oracle. They've only lost at the Oracle eight times this season.
1: God, I didn't know that. Was yeah, that little.
0: yeah it's, it's a tough place to play. And... I'm interested to see what Sacramento does.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be rough for Sacramento. Warriors are one of the best home teams, like you said, but I didn't. I didn't know if it was quite to that extent that it was single yeah, digits. Yeah, they've only lost eight uh-huh. games at
0: home this season. I'm, I'm gonna favor Sacramento for the rest of the series, though. I'm favoring Sacramento. I was wrong. I went said Warriors and six. I got Kings and six now. Yeah, I'm gonna. That feels fair. I'm gonna say it. We we should give our predictions for the other games too. I'm saying tonight that yeah. that the Kings actually will lose tonight. Oh really? Yeah, I'm saying that the Warriors win 117 103.
1: I think the Kings win and then the Warriors take two back and then the Kings win. Okay. I think I think we're they're gonna split the next four, but I I, I really think this Draymond loss is gonna be huge for them, even
0: I, if they're at home court. God, I just feel something happening tonight, dude. I feel like feeling your bones. I feel some sort of Steph Curry performance tonight. Okay. There's gonna be something. I think we get a full take of the game. I think we get 35 plus from Curry tonight.
1: I mean, he was already almost there was shooting awfully from a three, so yeah. I, I think 40 would be even more closer. I mean, we'll
0: see. We'll watch, and y'all will find out when you listen in the morning. Definitely. But, yeah, I mean, you want to give our predictions for our other two games as well? Yeah,
1: Philadelphia versus Brooklyn, Philadelphia wins. Neither team scores 100 points again. Yeah,
0: Philadelphia wins 98-81. to 81.
1: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty similar last night. And then yep. Phoenix-Los Angeles phoenix drops like 135 and then wins even if they're not playing great defense. Yeah, yeah i think it's like the exact opposite of those two games i got
0: phoenix 115 to 97 i'll do one one i'll say
1: 134
0: go under what i said to I, 118 i think there's no shot they hit 130 plus. dude i'm telling
1: you just, there's they, no shot they, they hit 130
0: shooting. we'll see we'll see but that takes us to the end of our nba segment and we now i again. do want to
1: say one thing so we talked about
0: pre-show Ooh. um
1: NFL draft wise, uh, we haven't been covering it that much, and it's coming up next week, and we'll definitely talk a little bit more about it next week. But Ooh, we um, gotta figure out how we want to do that. Yeah, exactly. We got to talk about it. Yeah, um, you're right. But right now, Bryce Young is as uh, good as locked in as number one to the Panthers, from what we've heard, and apparently that makes me so upset. because CJ Stroud didn't go to the Manning camp when he said he would. He ma- now might not go number two to the Texans. The Texans might just go for Will Anderson or Tyree Wilson, which would really screw up the Cardinals who don't get Will Anderson now. Or it could mean a team trades into the top two, which would also be crazy. I just don't believe it. I, I it's it's crazy that that's even being discussed
0: at this point. But no, I there's okay. So what? He blew off the Manning camp. I blew off assignments all the time. I yeah, never showed it. up to anything. Like, <laughs> I mean, no. CJ Stroud's still a top two. Some people would argue one quarterback yeah. in this draft class. I mean,
1: that should not be an argument.
0: There's the Texans are morons. If they don't take Stroud.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm in the same boat. I mean, you're in
0: that position where you're taking best player available. And he is. Your best player available is CJ Stroud. Yep, I agree. I think it's dumb. I think it's just a bunch of noise. I don't want to hear it. Laramie Tunsil went from a draft day mishap to the most paid offensive lineman or the highest (laughs) offensive lineman contract. Hey, let's go. Um, I mean, is there anything really else that you want to talk about about the draft? Um, It would only be about the Steelers. No one wants to hear that. (laughs) Hey, I'm hearing a lot of rumblings that Bijan's going to the Eagles. I've heard Falcons as well. Uh, you know who I've also heard? The Commander's at 16. Oh,
1: really? I've heard com-
0: screw Brian Robinson? I've heard Commander's at 16's been a popular one, too. That would be interesting. Who you got? Where do you think he goes? I'm saying Falcons. I've, I think he's a top-ten pick. I think he's going to Philly. I would... I would... I don't think you guys would understand... Like... How much I would cry... If Bijan went to the Falcons, yeah, you would be pissed. It's my least favorite team in the NFL. Yeah, the Falcons, twenty-eight to three. Falcons. I would never wish that on my worst enemy. Actually, I probably would, but I—if Bijan Robinson goes to the Falcons, I will crumble.
1: Nice.
0: I will crumble. That's good. But if he goes to the Eagles, I'm buying a jersey, Scobirds.
1: No, ew. (laughs) There are only
0: two teams I can't have him go to: Falcons and Cowboys. Cowboys. Yeah, I hate the Cowboys. Yep. But Bijan, the best prospect since Adrian Peterson. Embrace it. Enjoy running it. Back prospects. Running back prospect. Running back prospect. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. Where do you see... Do you see Richardson going as a day one pick?
1: Richardson? He's yeah. going to be a top five pick. Really? Yeah. It's a quarterback, man. It happens every time. People are like, oh, he's not going to be a first rounder. Oh, suddenly he's top five. I'm a, I'm a Richardson fan too, so maybe I'm, I'm a little... I'm gassing off the goo-goo. But... You know,
0: have you heard the the news that their team was now reaching out to the 49ers about trading for Trey Lance?
1: Yes, because apparently they're done with him.
0: Yeah, apparently it's the pretty Brock Purdy train.
1: Ugh. <laughs> yeah.
0: But, I mean, what's... I mean, honestly, though, if you're a... Oh, my gosh. What's his name? John Lynch. John Lynch. If you're John Lynch, you've traded so much for Trey Lance. You've given up so much for the future. But maybe
1: he's not thinking get out while you
0: can. I, I don't mean, know. I don't know. I think it's stupid. Either way, it's pasta time. All right. Time for the Evan segment. What do you mean the Evan segment? You wanted to do it, this too. This is a you segment. Yeah, but you wanted to do it, too. Of course I want to. I lost
1: plenty time. All right, that. guys. <laughs> top five pastas. shapes. I guess. Number one. I'm taking the first pick because I had it for lunch today. Tortellini. Ooh.
0: Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. All right. Number two. Bowtie. Oh, okay. Bowtie. Game respect, game. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little stanky with it, bro.
1: My number two? That was my number one, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. My number two? We should write this down. I got this. One. No, yeah, we should. We should uh, write this down. I'll write down mine, and then you put it right down yours. I'll uh,
0: Evan talk about why he loves rigatoni while he writes it, because I don't want to use type.
1: I love rigatoni. Uh, <laughs> okay, um, it's just a really good shape because it's really nice for like meat sauces, and it kind of goes in the little tube, and then you get a little bit of saucy, a little bit of like the the like marinara. Oh yeah, it's really nice.
0: What kind of what kind of tortellini do you have? I just I
1: made it. It's a it's It was like frozen. They TV package? Time. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. And then I uh, cook for three minutes. A little bit of olive oil on top, a little bit of garlic, and then a little bit of cheese, and I'm, and I'm
0: good. I'm a happy camper. You know what I did the other day? Yeah. I had chicken and cheese tortellini, mm-hmm. a little bit of olive oil, yeah. and then I did it with some pesto, Ooh. and a little baguette. Oh, that's good. It was disgusting. It was awesome. Like in a good way? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was heinous, dude. Uh, number I would have taken rigatoni. You're getting really good picks here. <laughs> Damn. I'm going to go with the thick noodle. I'm a fettuccine guy. I like oh, that. I like, I like yeah, that yeah, thick yeah. noodle. I like that. I, I like, that. like that. I yeah. that thick noodle, and I like the t- texture of it, and you can just get that nice little consistency. Yeah. And no matter where you are, and it can be really crappy fettuccine, it can be really good fettuccine. The consistency is the same with the pasta. Itself. And I mean fettuccine alfredo, classic, right Classic. Right there. It's you get it with chicken or without chicken. Oh, so, chicken! You gotta Come eat on, chicken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Screw you, Olive Garden. Plus three dollars. Plus three dollars. Eat me. Uh-huh. Exactly.
1: <laughs> now, number three, we got a controversial one coming in from me because it's more. It, these are more shapes. This one's more of a dish, honestly. But I love ravioli. I just I'll ravioli you, is like because it's you know it's it's got stuff in it so it's a little different. But ravioli is just mwah. I, I love a good oh like the one of the best foods I've ever had was like a
0: a lamb ragu ravioli, so good. I'll give you that. That's fair. I'm gonna go with um. Oh, that one's good. This one right here. I, don't even um, I yeah, it's the yeah. shells basically. The the, the the big shells, the it's big the conchigle. Conchigle. Yeah, I'm going to go with conchigle. but the, the shells.
1: Yeah, no. I am I'm on your side of You get one. those yep.
0: big fat shells and like you get it with like a little bit of some like like cream I cream, some like white sauce on top of it, some parsley. Oh my god. And they're stuffed. I had one stuffed with crab. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. So that's mine. All right. I'm gonna go for something
1: controversial here. We're getting out of the wheat. We're going to potato. Give me. I'm gonna pronounce it wrong. gnocchi. Gnocchi. How do you pronounce it? Can I be honest with you? Never had it. I don't like it.
0: Oh no. Way. I don't like gnocchi. Dude, I don't enjoy you're it. You're a goober. You're a goober. <laughs> goober. goober. <laughs> I don't enjoy oh, it. Don't take that one. I love that one. I'm taking this one next. Uh, this is mine. Uh, is a form of shortcut pasta shaped like a large grain of rice. Okay, don't read the Google <laughs> definition of orzo orzo <laughs> like, you know I'm taking really? orzo. That's a fantastic orzo. Thing. My dad. He makes this thing called like Italian wedding soup Have you ever heard of it? Yes, I've heard of it. Yeah, he, yeah. And he puts orzo in his. Mm. Oh my god. Yeah, orzo. Gotta love Jesse. Yeah, 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 yeah. We didn't even tell you guys. Evan did meet the parents. I met the
1: parents for for JC's ring ceremony.
0: It was a great night. Good was, good time with them. It was sick. They everyone still can't believe that I'm related to them. Yeah,
1: they're way too nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, Unfortunately, yeah. Now I, I'm seeing a trend with mine. I've got a lot of like shapes, but not much stringiness. You know what I mean? There's, there's I don't, not like I a, hate spaghetti. Well, I'm not gonna say spaghetti. Okay. I'm gonna say one that's an underrated kid. You know, blue chip, maybe even FCS talent. You know what I mean? You're dumb. Angel hair pasta. Okay. If you don't know yeah. angel hair yeah. pasta, you don't know
0: ball. <laughs> you big a uh, you a big a uh, ricearoni guy? <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, i mess mess with some pasta roni. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I mean
0: that's what it is. That angel hair pasta yeah. from it. It's so apparently hard. it's called capellini. So it's capellini. Capellini it is. So it's down to me, huh? Yeah, I'm loving my draft. If I'm being honest with you. Honestly, I'm loving mine too. Yeah, this, is, could... this is one of our better ones. I really want to get like DoorDash pasta tonight. Oh, you ever had this by the way? Spätzle? I haven't. Some German. I have. Very good. I, I want pasta tonight, too. I want pasta so bad. I want now. pasta so badly. All right. I guess it's up to me. I got to go with... Ooh. A little twister. Fuseli.
1: Fuseli.
0: Fuseli. Fuseli. The uh, little twister spirals. Little spiral little pasta. Thing. I like those. You can have it, you know, with a green sauce, a red sauce, a white sauce. You can even have it just olive oil and just, you know, jab your fork in there. You get three or four each time. It's oh, perfect.
1: Yummy. It's perfect. Yummy, yummy, yummy.
0: And that's all I got to say.
1: I think that's a pretty great list I think that's a pretty good episode I think it's a pretty good episode We did get over 50 But under an hour Under an hour Uh, It's finals week for us Um, Yeah, that's not fun I'm not enjoying the finals Uh, Yeah, that's about it for me
0: Yeah, GPA's in the tank Um, You know, legacy game on the line Yeah, blue game Monday, 2pm, legacy game for me huge, huge momentum. Here we go, baby. Here we go. Uh, yeah. I mean, thanks for the constant support guys. Thanks for the listening and listenership's been up. We appreciate the support as always. Feel free to message us on social media or DM us on Instagram. If you want us to cover something in an episode, let us know. We're more than happy to talk about anything. I mean, critique
1: us, tell us we're awful.
0: Critique us. Well, my (laughs) self-confidence can't handle that right now, but tell us that we're not great. Um, let us know. We're always happy to hear your feedback. I've got nothing to say. I appreciate the support. I appreciated this episode. Really fire episode. But we've been talking for a while. I got a headache. I'm going to go. Until next time, I'll see you. See you guys later. All right. And we'll talk to you all next week. Pre-draft? Post-draft? We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Until next time, 40 signing off.